Here we are again. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, we are, as promised, we're back just a week later. Look at that. Okay. <laughs> Looks like you guys got everything you wanted for Christmas. <laughs> it's on a regular <laughs> schedule. Maybe it is a new year, new me. <laughs> <laughs> I well, don't believe that. Nobody. Well, Saturday, everybody. You're here with Adriano Bellani and Wesley Belden. So lots to cover. It. I also don't want to spend all morning with you guys. So let's uh, let's get in, roll up our <laughs> sleep, tackle some of these things that are out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I'm just gonna start this. I just saw one of the funniest uh, what's headlines. Been on, what's been on- Adriano. No, I just read one of the funniest uh, headlines. Uh, Nancy Pelosi um, declared that her recent stock trade ended up in a, you know, like the year end, ended up in losses. And I just, I just think that's so funny. Like, how is it possible? There's nothing funny about that woman's uncanny (laughs) ability to select both timing and or positions. It's like she has this crystal ball or something. What do you... (laughs) <laughs> what is that whole thing about like make the future you want? It's kind of what she does with her stock portfolio. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I wish I had her skills. I wish to. I mean, Nancy, I'll try Nancy, to. Respect, mad respect. <laughs> yeah, but if you tell us a little bit about how stocks will go, that'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> so, but a lot, a lot has happened this week. I mean, we saw the rise of uh, Bitcoin for the first time since, since it kept dropping. Oh, I hadn't noticed that. I've kind of like tuned out from it. Uh, Coinbase sends me an email basically every time there's a five percent change in the price of Bitcoin. I've just become so you know blind to it now because it's like six times a day they're sending me an email. Like, get out of here, guys. All right, so Bitcoin, <laughs> what uh, what's she trading at these days? Yeah, I think it's up. I think it's at the about uh, about 20 grand now. Yeah, it's up for the first time. And I think it happened because uh, some of the lawyers of uh, of uh, FTX uh, managed to recover some of the losses. Yeah, I mean, first look at that. It seems like there's actually quite a bit of things that they're recovering. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm always so surprised by this. Like, it took years and years, but like the Madoff thing, like they recovered a lot of those funds. Like, so how does yeah. that all shake out? I mean, like, because like that money went into the system, which means that like, you know, I, I guess somebody received what's effectively stolen goods or stolen money but like i don't know <laughs> like <laughs> if, if i'm if i'm raking your yard you know and you agree to pay me twenty dollars for it and then you pay me twenty dollars then like the secret service discovers it was a counterfeit 20 and they take it back from me like yeah they've recovered it but i'm also out like 20 bucks uh so i don't know that's like how this all works um you know essentially like you're stealing back from peter to repay paul like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we like I this guy seems like a real pro that's running this through, you know. I mean, he's 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 cut his teeth on the job with the whole Enron thing and I don't know if he was involved in the Madoff scandal, but uh yeah, I was always surprised by those numbers. I mean, it took him I call it a decade it took him to really do that, but they recovered quite a bit of of Madoff's, you know, stolen funds. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure what the numbers were there, but it was, you know, I, no, I remember it's, a, it's like, about 5 billion right now. But I remember like in the wake of it, everyone was kind of like just writing it off like it was done never seeing that money again but you know a lot of it did find its way home which is i guess encouraging you know and and yeah i also like in a very true sense i mean is it because of blockchain they were able to find out where this money is so quickly or is it just the fact that i don't know i actually don't know but they have basically found uh the article says more than nine million accounts and unclear how many so but i think it's because of the blockchain because they're they're able to find it 
So, I mean, that's a, uh, that's a real uh, nod to the blockchain's ability to step in uh, in trust situations, right? I mean, that's kind of cool, I guess, like if you really think about it in that sense. Um, yeah. I mean, like that's like really what this whole thing's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah, but yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. Awesome, right? I mean, like I'm pretty excited about, you know, Robert Stevenson living in his mother's basement who was gambling, you know, his $1,500 on colored beads that like he gets that back. Back because like that's a lot of money and means a lot you know it's like good i think this is encouraging yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking like i know what i'm talking about i don't that is the outcome I'm, I'm very very delighted to see that um potentially this may be something that's going to happen oh jesus uh, once again, folks, once again, folks, you have caught me out beyond my skis. <laughs> Shall we move on to something that I do know about? Like McDonald's? Have you seen this? Have you heard this? Have you seen this? Yes, tell us more about it, Wes. So McDonald's, a uh, little little background on me. One of the industries I used to work uh, in investments, I was the quick service industry. And like since those days, I've just always really, really grown uh, fond of the entire the entire industry. It's it's rep. Applicability. I just I honestly, I in the same way that I respect Nancy Pelosi, I really have mad respect for the quick service industry. Oh, by quick service, I mean fast food. I really love fast food restaurants. <laughs> They're fantastic. Yeah, they, 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 they are the dis, they are the dis, they are the distillation of American culture, and I mean that in the most positive way possible. Um, but anyway, McDonald's, uh, one of my favorites, uh, just opened a store in Fort Worth, Texas, where essentially there are no human beings involved in the processing production and preparation of or delivery of your meals is basically just like a robot restaurant which i don't know i for one i for one am excited about our robot overlords making my cheeseburger oh and this is actually a really interesting feature it tracks your phone so when you order it online it knows how far you are away from mcdonald's so then it starts making your meal like so that it it comes out quickly when you get there but not like sitting around which i think is kind of neat what do you that, think about that's pretty cool. is this a I net positive for cool. society or you know what do you think about this? I mean, I don't know if it's a net positive for society. I mean, let me ask let me ask you this question. Do the robots get fat? No, the robots do not get paid. <laughs> Okay, and then do they get fat? Do they gain weight? The robots? Yeah, because last time when I worked for uh, I worked for uh, Chick Fil A for I think like three weeks. I think I ate more than I sold. So well, those so. <laughs> those little fucking chicken sandwiches are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, they really are tasty. Uh, yeah, no, the robots do not get fats. They do not call in sick. Uh, they do not ask for a raise, and you don't have to offer them tuition to go to college. So I think, like in a space of uh, in a space of like kind of working through this stuff. I mean, like I, I don't know. I think in a a world in which one in nine men between the ages of twenty four and fifty four are not in the workforce, this is almost something you kind of have to do um, as you're having less and less workforce participation. So yeah. I don't know. And you look at those employees. I, I wonder if there's a way to like kind of rack this and say like, so our government is essentially losing in the sense where those people that were working in McDonald's, they were making an, a wage or an earning and they were paying taxes on their earnings. So the government's out that money. But I wonder if like you look at it and say McDonald's bottom line is going to swell because of this and that's all profits. If there's a way to maneuver tax code in which they can, you know, actually capture taxes on those profits, you could see this, you know, funneling more money into the coffers of government but my guess is there's going to be a lovely way to kind of shield these earnings and i don't know 
I, I think it's a wait and see thing, right? I mean, this is the first one. Yeah. McDonald's, McDonald's is super fucking quiet about it too. Like there's been very little press about it. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think they're trying to maybe really downplay. Try it out with- for, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I have very mixed feelings about it. Like it's good because next time I go to McDonald's, it'll be quick. There'll be no attitude with all the respect to the people who work there. But at the same time, it just, it's going to make it more accessible for us to get unhealthy food. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We will see. I don't we know will how. See. I mean, I think it should taste the same, right? Like everything should taste the same because the process is there. It's just instead of people picking things up, it would just be robots. Yeah. I mean, like there's no like, there's no like love happening in the kitchen. <laughs> <It's> the <laughs> <old God>. <laughs> <laughs> You hope not. Uh, no, I mean, it should be essentially, it should be the same product. There's just no one to complain to if something's wrong, which is kind of a lot like blockchain. There's no one to complain to if something goes wrong, but there's also yeah. less likelihood that maybe something goes wrong. I don't know. It's kind of low stakes here, but like if that's the biggest input expense of operating this business and you've essentially removed it, does that mean that my cheeseburger is going to cost less? Um, and if that could do something to really stem the, the rate of inflation and essentially making it possible to live the same quality of life in this country at a smaller wage. I don't know. I mean, that could be potentially yeah. something that takes a lot of pressure off of uh, off of our economy in that sense. But yeah. I, again, like it's so it's so early. It's too early to tell what the knock on effects are going to be of this. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm pretty. I want to try this. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think right now. So like one restaurant, it's in Fort Worth, Texas. I, I don't know why. I, just, I never seem to live in a place in which they try this shit out. And it makes me super sad because like, I don't know, like all those innovative Taco Bell menu items that I never had a chance to, <laughs> to partake in. <laughs> I think I think we have to make a trip to Fort Worth, Texas. Fuck it, let's do it. I'm in. <laughs> and then let's just try it, and then we'll give we'll give our humble opinion on how the experience is gonna be and everything. And hopefully, the Big Mac is even cheaper. Hopefully, we don't know. I mean, uh, I, I guess I guess there will still be like some people there for main maintenance and stuff like that. If something goes wrong, my understanding and the way that it looks, there there are. I mean, I don't know if there's like people that come by to check on things at the end of the day or if there's like a response team but like when they displayed the restaurant there there were no people like there's no place to sit in there and eat there's no like uh i mean it's like one of those things it's like when you go to a mcdonald's restaurant now and you look at those plastic chairs you're like well these are made not for you to spend time here like you could sense (laughs) the way the restaurant was laid out it's like they don't want any lingering here like (laughs) this is not made for lingering uh i I don't i don't know i don't think there are people there okay well that's very interesting so i don't know man let's go let's try it we can also dress up like a robot i'm good with that too we can yeah. be superheroes maybe, yeah. maybe maybe we find our cousins maybe they recognize us. <laughs> all right let's see what else is going on in this world um the world yeah i mean there's the nfl playoffs this week i'm pretty excited about that. who's your team well i try to root for the titans but when they don't do so well i kind of want josh allen and the bills to win this year yeah yeah but that's just me. But you never know. Because, you know, there's a lot of good teams. 49ers are really good. And then the Chiefs are Chiefs. I think I have a 30 to 1 bet on uh, <laughs> on the Buccaneers winning the Super Bowl. So <laughs> I don't think that they're <laughs> going to win. 
but like it's 30 to one, like that's pretty good at this point. You know, they've got an easy path to it. You know, I think they're playing, they're playing the no. Cowboys. I mean, it's like, they've got an easy path to get there potentially. Uh, also, you know, I think recency bias is discounting that team maybe more than they should. I mean, I don't know. Tom Brady's been there a lot. So if he can get there, you know, he's going to be shaking. <laughs> his, he's going to be shaking his cleats a lot less than, you know, regular folks. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Also, well, I he's guess- got to make those fucking checks. He lost all that money at fucking FTX. <laughs> I guess we're all rooting for the Bucks now. Yeah, that's right, everybody. Let's get them Bucks. Yeah, and if the Bucks don't make it, that's okay. I, I'm rooting for my Bucks, quite literally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Uh, oh, Apple announced, or not announced, I guess some shit leaked that like this year at their big conference, they're just going to uh, do like their, their fucking VR headset gear, which I think is kind of an interesting idea. Yeah. You know, it's they're, they're like really doubling down on this like in the same way that that meta is doubling down on it which is fascinating given the fact that like there hasn't really been i feel like they're putting all of the eggs in this basket hoping that it winds up being something like iphone was at some level i mean i don't know there haven't really been a lot of product innovations there like what is it like AirBuds and the apple watch are the last two products and those are pretty stale i'm sorry uh not AirBuds. fucking um what are they the, the wireless headphones what are they fucking called yeah yeah uh airpods, AirPods. yeah airpods yeah AirPods. AirPods. that was a fucking missed opportunity apple you should have called those little bastards AirBuds. that just sounds better it all makes us think of that movie and that <laughs> adorable dog having any sort of association with that dog is it can only be positive for your brand are you long on apple's ability to produce a vr headset that you will actually want to inter interact with i don't know i mean i feel like apple has so much consistency compared mm-hmm. to everything else just because you you know what you're getting so i would trust them but again until we see like with the way the world is the way elon is crumbling or seems like to be crumbling i don't know what to believe anymore yeah. so and then t- well, I mean, did you see that that Tim Cook gave basically like forty percent of his salary away? Yeah. To just uh, I think to to other people that work at Apple to just yeah. whoever had a great performance, which is pretty I cool. Mean, yeah, I mean at this point, like why not, right? I mean, <laughs> I think Timmy's doing just fine, as well he should be. Like he's been a fucking incredible leader at that company. It's unbelievable how he streamlined these things. I mean, I think the focus has been on process automation and supply chain management, perhaps less on innovation, which is where I'm like looking at this, like the idea that this is allegedly the only thing they're really going to be focusing on at their, you know, their upcoming big events. It's like they're putting the weight on this product, like it's going to be the next iPhone. But like, I think yeah. there's some differences here. Like you look at like, like the iPhone, I, I, it was amazing, probably the best product in the history of consumer electronics. But like before the iPhone came out, people were using smartphones and people that use smartphones really fucking liked their smartphones. Like there was the sidekick, the trio, the palm had something like people that use these, they really liked them. And when it was time to get a new phone, they would get one of those again. And so it was kind of like you had this class of 
consumer behavior that was gaining traction and people found utility in. And then the iPhone came out and like, I know everyone wants to say it was transformative. It was transformative in what it did, but it was honestly incremental and in its improvement. It was just an incremental improvement, I think, over a threshold that took mm -hmm. something that was kind of very niche for like a bunch of real, real nerd bros, but like then kind of brought it into the mainstream because it was just that incremental improvement over the threshold. And then also Apple just having, you know, it's sex and cachet, like really kind of brought it mainstream. You look at like what's happening here. Like I'm, I'm not saying there aren't problems with the Oculus headset, but like it's a pretty good device. And every time I put it on, I'm like, you know what, this is cool, but I find myself not coming back to it. And that's not a me thing. That's like an everybody thing, like as prefaced by the idea that more people are actively using MySpace than Horizon Worlds. So like, I, I think like, let, let, let's say Apple's new headset is demonstrably different or crosses that threshold. You're still crossing, crossing a threshold for a product that isn't seeing any sort of traction in an exemplary way. I mean, it's just, it's just people aren't digging it. So like, I think that's kind of for me where that comparison breaks down or the idea that this is going to be like the next iPhone for them. I'm just, yeah. not and also like, I don't know, man, like when I go out in the world, I want to look fucking cool. Nobody looks cool with this shit on. Like, I was listening to like Pivot and, uh, <laughs> And uh, Kara Swisher was saying about like Google Glass. Uh, so it was asked, I guess it was like some show in Milan where they had the the people wearing them. And like, sorry, like somebody like <laughs> asked her how she felt. I was like, you somehow found a way to render these models unfuckable, which was kind of <laughs> and I feel like I, I feel like with that, we have to end this episode because I, I think that's it. <laughs> Uh, well, it's been fun, guys, but I'm guessing I'm going to get canceled for that one. So uh, <laughs> see you next week, maybe. Don't forget to leave us a uh, voicemail or not a voicemail. What am I fucking talking about here? Leave us a message or tell your friends about us. I don't know. Give us five stars. I'm starting to get really, really like dick hurt about not having five star ratings on Spotify. So if you're on Spotify and you're listening to us right now, five stars. If you can do oh, sick, do that one. And that was my yeah, shameful, shameful, shameful boy <laughs> see, you, see you guys next week all right i love you bye bye, bye. <laughs>